Yeah, I was listening to the first couple Don't Bring Up God shows that we did over three years ago now. And my demeanor on those shows was very different than it is now. I was so tentative and overly polite, almost dainty. Yuck. Made me want to throw up. (laughs) Then eventually people started to call in. Actually, the first guy that called in was one of my friends of 30 years, so that doesn't count. The first official male caller was Rudy. Rudy, yes, and, and by the way, he'll be in next month with his Christmas violin, organ, drums, whatever he wants to bring in. And then the first female caller was Jody. Jody, who had to remind me a couple times that she was the first when she has called since then. But I'll never forget again. I got Jody, first female caller. It's locked into my brain, into my memory banks. I won't forget Jody ever again. And then a guy named Joe started to call at the end of each show. So I called him Caboose. What else am I going to call him? I looked up the word. It says a caboose provides shelter for the crew at the end of the train. And of course, Joe would call, for the most part, the last five minutes or so, ten minutes or so, at the end of each show. It also says the caboose crew formerly required in switching and shunting. Now, I don't really know what switching and shunting is, but I have a feeling we do a lot of that on this show. Yeah. Switching and shunting. Yeah. Don't bring up God. We'll, we'll, we'll immerse in that any day, every day. And then it also says the Caboose crew. I don't know where that music came from. I'm glad it left, though, real quick. The Caboose crew also keeps a lookout for load shifting. You know, a load. Sometimes a caller takes a big load or pile of crap, and Joe has to come in and clean it all up. The crew in the Caboose looks for damage to equipment and cargo. This also sounds like Joe, when sometimes through Don't Bring Up God conversation, the Word of God may be tainted or slightly damaged, he comes in at the end to mend and rectify any misunderstandings or wayward statements, and he does a very well, a very nice job of that. And lastly, uh, I hear the train a-coming.
Joe the Baptist. He was now he was uh, the older cousin of Jesus, right? And he was one that he was the one that said, "I am not fit to untie Jesus's sandals." Why did he say that? Yeah, because he just wasn't. He 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 saw himself as a very humble uh, servant of God, and he fulfilled Isaiah forty, and we see that in the New Testament. He was the forerunner of Christ, and he presented Jesus to uh, Israel, their Messiah. They baptized Jesus. Now, taking somebody's sandals <laughs> off and then cleaning their feet, that was the job of the lowest slave on the totem pole. You know, the rulers and kings. It was a very demeaning and undignified job, as you said. So <laughs> he put himself that low on the scale. I mean, you talk about humble. You can't beat that. Right. <clears throat> yeah, and I think he really recognized that Jesus is God in the flesh. And by the way, feet feet are bad enough. You know, you back you come back from a long trip, dirty, smelly, sandy, maybe sandy feet also, like come back coming back from the beach. And you gotta clean under the nails with the brush. It's bad enough you gotta do all that to your own feet, let alone somebody else's like rulers and kings with their hairy, discolored toenails. That's gross. Sure is. <laughs> now what's the relationship between John the Baptist and Elijah? I understand some people think that Elijah must come back before Jesus comes back. Is that true? Yeah, that was actually a prophecy in Malachi. It spoke about uh, Malachi 3.1 and Malachi 4, verses 5 and 6, that um, <clears throat> that you know Elijah would come. Elijah would come, uh, and then Jesus explained that when they asked, you know, we understood that, you know, Elijah's going to come first. And uh, Jesus explained that it was in the spirit and power of Elijah, and that was fulfilled in John the Baptist. That mic sounds strange. Is it, is it okay, board guy? I hate to question you, but it sounds a little muffled. All right, you're giving me the nod of approval? All right. Did he say hi to you this morning? I don't think he said hi to you. That's okay. <laughs> oh, really? And, and a couple times you questioned me about the demeanor I throw his way. Mm-hmm. Well, no greeting, nothing. I don't even think he looked at it. I don't even think he knows you're, you're here yet. I, <laughs> I just really wanted to know if I could access some of the uh, board guy's uh, skills there <laughs> and, and you know, incorporate. And you're like, the board guy's off limits. You will be burned at the stake if you take one step towards his direction. Even look at him. You know that. No eye contact. No. <laughs> but Jesus thought very highly of John the Baptist. He's saying hello. hello. <laughs> I love you, won't you That's tell right, me. he's a mime. He can't <laughs> talk. I love you, let me jump in your game. Wow. I'm surprised he did that. That's pretty impressive. You should feel honored. He speaks through songs, apparently. Evidently. <laughs> but Jesus thought very highly of John the Baptist. He said that there's no greater man than John. And a couple verses in the book makes you think, that he is the Elijah to come. People, I think, actually believe that some. The book says, if you are prepared to accept it, he is Elijah, the one who was certain to come. And then there was another one. I assure you, though, that Elijah has already come, but they did not recognize him, and they did as they pleased with him. The disciples there were talking about John, so... 
you can get the impression that Elijah came back in the form of John. Well, in the spirit and power of Elijah, and uh, that's the key. And obviously behind that is uh, the Holy Spirit. As the Holy Spirit moved in uh, the prophet Elijah and worked the miracles, and, and that's the key is every single saint, Old Testament, New Testament, whenever anything ever happens that is in the will of God, miracles, prayers answered, anything like that, the glory must always go to God doing the works. Now, the Jewish people at Passover still put out a chair, and nobody sits on it. It's an empty chair symbolizing the coming of Elijah first before the Messiah. Did you know that? Mm, I've heard some references of that, yes. Yeah. But as far as John and Elijah are concerned, it seems to me there's a parallel there, where John came before Jesus the first time, and Elijah will come back when Jesus comes back the second time, does that make sense? Because uh, the two the two witnesses come back, right. Moses and Elijah. So I think it makes sense, and the parallel is is there that John came back. The John was there before Jesus the first time. Elijah will be back before Jesus comes the second time. That's what I get out of it. Yeah, you can you can make some application. <clears throat> excuse me, applications like that and. Um... Yeah, it's interesting, the two witnesses in Revelation, you know, it's appointed unto man once to die after this, the judgment. So Elijah did not die. He was raptured into heaven. So he'll die in, in Revelation uh, and the other witness. So uh, mo- most, you know, think it's Moses representing the law and right. Elijah representing the prophets, as hey. as was done on the Transfiguration of Mount when Jesus met Moses hey, and Elijah. Hey, everybody, Thanksgiving. <clears throat> Coming up and on Friday, we got Black Rifle Friday Super Sale at Relic Hunter. Keep an eye out for that. You got to check in on them. That's this Friday, the 29th, Black Rifle Friday Super Sale. Hey, this is Robert from Don't Bring Up God. I first want to thank Relic Hunter Firing Line for sponsoring our show and believing in what we do. You know, I never thought I would buy a gun, but I did. I walked into Relic Hunter Firing Line knowing nothing about firearms, but that all changed. Relic Hunter Firing Line gave me safety and gun knowledge and taught me gun discipline at their on-site training class. I bought a 357 Magnum and now practice at the range all the time with their basic membership plan. Relic Hunter Firing Line is off of 145 in North Whitehall. Their phone number is 610-440-1911. Opening every day at 10. So whether you're a man or a woman, a beginner or longtime gun owner, shoot for hunting or sport, or for home and self-defense, Relic Hunter Firing Line is number one in the Lehigh Valley. See you there. What can you get at King Cone? How about everything? We have Nelson's and Livy's ice cream, homemade waffle cones, ice cream cakes, banana splits, milkshakes, and plenty of indoor seating. Come drop by and treat yourself, family, and friends at King Cone. Doors open at 12 noon, seven days a week. That's King Cone at the corner of MacArthur Road and Route 329 in Whitehall. Call at 610-261-1935. Queen's Nutritional Products is all about one thing, clean, healthy, natural living. Take advantage of Queen's full assortment of organic, vegan, vegetarian, and gluten-free products. Everything from vitamins, herbs, grains, and raw honey to skin, hair, and beauty enhancers designed to slow down the aging process. 
Queens also has pet products without all the harmful artificial ingredients and chemicals. Queens Nutritional Products is located at 1450 Pennsylvania Avenue, right on the border of Allentown and Bethlehem. Visit their website at queensnutrition.net. Their phone is 610-691-6644. And for you sports nutritionists, there's no better place than Queens. With 40 years of experience, they will absolutely fuel your fire. Queens, a family business, is also a wholesale business specializing in dried fruits and nuts, roasted fresh right on the premises. So that's Queens Nutritional Products, open seven days a week. For Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner, always remember, don't bring up politics. And certainly, don't bring up your food. And whatever you do, don't bring up God. Under any circumstances, don't bring up God. Our mateys, remember what happened last year. Hey, everybody, uh, too bad. Bring it up again, and again, and again, like a giant hiccup. Whoa, that's exactly what we do here on Don't Bring Up God every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 on WAB, 790 AM. Hey, hiccup us a call at 610-720-7900. Hey, and this Friday the 29th on Black Rifle Friday Super Sale at Relic Hunter, they will indeed have the lowest prices of the year. So you cannot not go. All right, we got the caboose slash Joe the Baptist with us. And on a whim, I'm just going to throw the show over to him. I'm going to give him total control. I'm going to be a backseat driver. Proceed. So the caboose leads. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, just all the topics on the show and things. And one thing I see is that. You know, there's all different kinds of denominations and people calling in. Yeah, and... I noticed we have, what, an atheist, a mm-hmm. uh, Catholic, a, a uh, Jehovah, Witness. Jehovah Witness. We got a nice mix. That's a beautiful thing. Yes, which is which is good. Everybody's co- coming and listening. and uh, But we want to use the Word of God and the truth to, to show, you know, God's revelation here. And I think it's pretty apparent— Regarding the church, the church that Jesus started, and I, I gave the verses Isaiah forty verses one through eleven, and how that's fulfilled in John the Baptist and Jesus in the New Testament, Matthew three, Mark one, Luke three, um, and then of course famously Matthew sixteen verse eighteen. Thou art Peter, upon this rock I build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now the word church and Christian are first used in the Acts of the Apostles. Is that correct? Uh, Christian, yeah. Actually, interestingly enough, the enemies of Christ called the followers of Christ Christians in the book of Acts. And, uh, well, church church, uh, is a word, you know, in the New Testament, uh, in the Gospels. In the Gospels, okay. And like uh, the verse I just quoted. But Christian first appears in the Acts. Correct, correct. See, you're like a... You're like my uh, encyclopedia collection. I could ask you anything, and you'll just come up with an answer. Go ahead. (laughs) And hopefully it's right. (laughs) And I I always like to refer to Scripture. So those verses, you know, um, as we we were raised Catholic and we were taught that uh, Peter is the rock uh, of the church, but clearly in context, 
there, Matthew 16, if you read verses 13 through 23, Peter cannot be the rock because Jesus promises the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. And yet a few verses later, verse 23, Jesus rebukes Peter as Satan. So, you know, if God's word is true, immediately right there, the church, the rock fell and the gates of hell prevailed against it. So, you know, and you can cross-reference that with other scriptures. I was taken aback when when Jesus called uh, Peter, Peter Satan, get, get, the, get behind me, Satan. Is yeah, that what he said? Exactly. Man, that was kind of harsh and vicious, but, yeah, but the evidently deserving it. if Jesus said it. Yeah, the spirit behind it was of Satan because basically Jesus was saying, I'm going to go be killed uh, to fulfill the gospel, which is defined as the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. The very reason he came in the flesh to save us, to become our savior, to take our punishment for us. And here, Peter saying, no, not so, Lord, that you can't go do that. Yeah, with all his bluster, he was talking about, oh, no, you don't have to die. I'll protect you. I'm the man. You don't have to do that. And he's trying to sway Jesus away from God's plan for his life. You can't have that. Yeah, and that ultimately is the spirit of Satan. Just like us now. When we want to do do right by God, the Father, and Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, people look at you strangely. They talk negative about you, trying to derail you. You, you just have to proceed. Yeah, there's always going to be a spiritual opposition to the work of God, to seeking God for a person to get saved. I mean, Second Corinthians 4, 3, it says that the small g God, which is referring to Satan, blinds people's minds to the truth of the gospel so that they can't get saved. And he is the god of this world, Satan, right? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, when Adam and Eve sinned, the dominion was given over to the prince and power in the air, the god of this world, the small g god. He, he kind of, you know, uh, is in control of certain things, but he cannot do anything unless it's allowed by God. And back then, they worshipped many gods, and what I noticed, sometimes they worship all the pagan gods, and also... God the Father, God Almighty, from the Bible. but And they think they're okay with that. But you can't do that. You can't worship the whole shebang of gods, the true one and the fake ones, Correct. and think you're standing on solid ground. That doesn't work. God is the only God. It says it in the commandments somewhere, don't right. it? Right, yes. That Exodus first one. 20. Yep, that, Exodus 20. He's the shall. only God. You just can't go across the... the, the you can't... Worship the gambit of gods that you think exist and think you're safe. No, it doesn't work that way. Correct. And, uh, yeah, Exodus 20 mentions that. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. The second commandment, we shall not make any graven images, idols, statues, which really, again, everything false comes from the spirit of Satan, just as we've seen Peter fall and temptation and, and, you know, going against the Word of God. Now, Judas uh, Judas uh, obviously did also go against the Word of God. Yes. And I wondered if he had a shot of ending up in heaven anyway, just like the thief and, and so many other sinners of the Bible. But I believe the Bible calls Judas the son of perdition. Correct. And I think that locks him up as a dead man. Yeah, it, there's no indication that he repented to God. Uh, he felt remorse for turning in Jesus. It said he repented within himself, but there's no indication he repented of sins to God and trusted in Jesus as Lord God and Savior 
and the gospel to save him. And, and then he, he was, committed suicide. And he um, was one of the main apostles for three years. And he saw the miracles. He saw yeah. all the wonders. But yet he's saying to himself, I'm not going his way. I don't believe him. How, how's that possible? Yeah, it's just uh, we're up against a real spiritual warfare, a foe that deceives and counterfeits. And, you know, none of the other apostles, when when Jesus said, you know, who is it that betrays me? Is it I? Is it I? Everybody's asking, is it I? And then Judas, he's like, you know, when John asked, the person I give the sop of bread to, he's the one. And it's like none of them recognized it. So there's I, I just, spiritual warfare. I just don't get it. Uh, <clears throat> for instance, if you would see the board guy elevate seven inches off the ground right now, right in front of your face, you would realize that, wait a minute, this guy's not human. There's something else involved here. And you would <clears throat> see him in a different light and you'd want to ask questions to get to the bottom of it, right? Yeah, exactly. And just because it's miraculous does not mean it's from God. Uh, Satan counterfeit stuff. I mean, we we seen back in the Book of Jeremiah when they worshipped the Queen of he- or the uh, the Queen of Heaven and gave um, sacrifice to her and worshipped her, and they said, "Hey, we were blessed when we were doing that." And yet, that was a satanic deity. Uh, and then when they stopped doing that, they were they were suffering for want of things. It says so. That's it's hard to tell sometimes. Yeah. Board guy, by the way, you can't lev- levitate, can you? Uh, I'm, I wonder. Look at that little side eye he gives me. I'm not too sure. So, so going back to uh, these verses and, you know, clearly Isaiah 40 verses 1 through 11, John the Baptist is ta- spoke about in the first nine verses. And, you know, in verse 9, everything he would do is to prepare the way for the Lord, to make the valleys uh, elevated, to bring down the mountains, to make the crooked straight. He made it very easy to point to Messiah and salvation. That's what he preached. The whole Bible does. The whole Bible shadows Jesus and his coming. And and explicitly in the New Testament where it's really, really clear. uh, And John fulfills that. And it says in verse 9, Behold your God. And I believe that's what... um, uh, John the Baptist did in John 1, verses 29, and then 35 through 37, he says, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. And then the next day, he says it again, verse 35 in John chapter 1, you know, Behold the Lamb of God. And then there were two Baptist disciples there, and they followed Jesus. So that's when Isaiah chapter 40, verses 10 and 11, where it says, The shepherd shall gather his flock. When, so, go ahead. So John prepared the people. First, they had to get saved by repentance and faith in Jesus. Then Jesus came and started his first church with Baptist disciples in Israel. When did you make the switch, you personally, to God? From um, the way of the well, world? I was raised Catholic and, you know, all of that. And um, How many years ago was that? When I got saved? Yeah. Uh, that was 2006. And that's when you started reading the Bible? Yes. So let's see if I well, can actually, do that. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I started reading the Bible before that, and I was reading the Gospels. So as heavy all... as you do now, in 13 years since you've been saved. Yes, but um, I didn't know what I was doing. I was lost, but I was reading the Gospel. Like we all are. It, you know, God spoke to me through His Word, which it claims it's a living Word, and the Holy Spirit uses that. But <clears throat> only until. Another Baptist came and witnessed to me, invited me to this church, and then I started here preaching. I did a Bible study. That's when I got saved. And that's why we call you <clears throat> Joe the Baptist. 
Hey, Queen's Nutritional Product, they're having a sale all week. Once again, vitamins. These are all 25% off. That's Nature's Plus, Solgar, American Health, New Chapter, Now, Herbalist, Alchemist. Alchemist, alchemist. alchemist. I'm butchering that word for sure. Hey, they got a Thanksgiving bake sale going on. Very important stuff here. Walnuts, four ninety five a pound. Dried cranberries, two ninety nine a pound. Raw pecans, seven ninety five. California raisins in a box, two fifty for fifteen ounces. Cashews, six ninety five a pound. Shredded coconut, two ninety nine. Poppy seeds, two ninety nine. Chocolate chips, two fifty. Raw almonds at Five eighty a pound, and I believe, where is this? December eleventh, from twelve to one thirty, they're having a greet and meet for Larry Glantz. He's a Green Gorilla Company expert. Keep your ears and eyes open for that. That's December eleventh. They're doing some some kind of tricky thing over there. Oh, like Queen's Nutritional Products. Man, what's not happening at Relic Hunter Firing Line? Where do I begin? Rotating every month, we got for the more advanced shooters, Tactical Night, where you got a walking course on the open range floor with different targets and shooting stations. We also got a move and shoot night concentrating on movement forward and back and drawing from your holster. To sign up, call 610-440-1911. Relic Hunter Firing Line also has a new shooter class teaching you fundamentals and good shooting habits. Relic Hunter also has the NRA Basic Pistol 6-hour course, and guess what? Free lunch. Last but not least, we have the all-important Ladies' Night. Women have absolutely no reason to be intimidated. Come out to learn, shoot, and have fun with one of the best female instructors in the Lehigh Valley. So call Relic Hunter Firing Line today at 610-440-440. 1911. For Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner, always remember, don't bring up politics. And certainly, don't bring up your food. And whatever you do, don't bring up God. Under any circumstances, don't bring up God. Our mateys, remember what happened last year. Hey, everybody, uh, too bad. Bring it up again, and again, and again, like a giant hiccup. Whoa, that's exactly what we do here on Don't Bring Up God every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 on WAB 790 AM. Aye, hiccup us a call at 610-720-7900. Oi! Yes, we have the caboose slash Joe the Baptist with us as a guest. Feel free to ask him any questions. He's been calling at the end of the show for a good three years now. The phone number is 610-720-7900. So the true church, if I understand you correctly, is the Christian church. Well, yeah, <clears throat> well, yeah. Actually, actually, the church that Jesus started with Baptist disciples in Israel, and then it spread from there throughout um, that region. Um, and later, uh, years later, the the church in Rome. Um, now, I'm not saying that's the Catholic Church, but there was a church, a Baptist church in Rome. You can trace, uh, you know, in Matthew sixteen eighteen that. God promised that the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. So throughout the church age, which we are still in, we see true churches throughout history. Um, What about people that say, 
Ah, they're all the same. Just pick one. Even different faiths. Ah, they're all the same. They're very, they have a lot of similarities. But if you do investigate, they might have very vague similarities, but they have crucial differences like Hinduism, Buddhism, all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, last week I mentioned, you know, whatever denomination, religion, church you're part of, find out how it started. And right here with these verses, if that's a church Jesus started and he promised it would exist throughout the church age, that's the one we should follow. Um, All these man-made, I think it was Thomas who actually brought up, you know, there's man-made religions. and Tradition. Yeah, man-made traditions, uh, which are bad. There's, you know, biblical traditions, which are good, but... Yeah, those traditions are given by Paul and the apostles only. Right. Right, and it's in the Word of God. It's not extra-biblical. Hey, we got a call. Who might this be at this time? Go. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Rudy. Rudy, what's up? Rudy. Joe, how you doing, buddy? Good Good morning, man. Good, good. Good to hear you. Yeah, I just woke up, bro. I've been so um, so busy traveling, you know, recently. Just And even today, I got like five in the morning home. Hey, I'm wow. bringing you in uh, next month, right, to do some violin, organ, yeah, yeah, drums, yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, I'll be in touch. Yeah, um, I just, you know, and I just wanted to call you and tell you, you know, I always, um, you know, since... Um, you know, uh, the program started, and I was always happy to hear you. You know what I mean? It just, um, I don't know, you make me happy, man. You know, you, you're talking you, about Robert? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I feel, you know, I get that. I feel that, you know, the sense of, you know, good heart, you know, mm-hmm. good hearted person, you know? Well, thank yeah. you, and I get that from you and many others also on this show. Oh, are you talking about uh, Robert or uh, me or yeah. both of us? It's <laughs> still unclear. Um, is that okay if I tell you something quick? Secrets, as long as they're not, no, not obscene. Secret. I want to tell you something. I want to talk about something quick, quick. Um, yesterday, um, you know, I just want to tell you guys, you know, there's a lot of the Muslims, man, and, and even in New York, and, and I'm talking about people like I know, um, they bothering some even Christian in this country as we speak. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday, um, I found out I have a friend, drummer in New York, um, and another musician, basically Muslim musician. They were they they, oh, they tried to kill him because he put something on Facebook. They were arguing, mm-hmm. and um, the guy actually, you know, if I tell you, probably everybody would know. Say, oh, I, I, I know who you're talking about. Well, you don't uh, need to give names, but what's the yeah, bottom know, line I'm here? Gonna, you know, I mean, I, but, but anyway, I mean, um, you know, we have to. Support this guy, man. Like you know, not uh, not supporting by financial or anything, but I'm saying it's getting the Muslims, man, getting more powerful here, man. You know, and um, they're taking over, bro. Even in the United States, you cannot tell them the truth. The guy, all he said, all he said, just a couple facts about Muhammad and all these singers and musicians and all that from New York, and you know, they 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 went to his house. They sent people to his house, want to kill him. Yeah, and that's uh, in the United States. I'm talking in New York, bro. Yeah, Jersey. yeah, and that, that that's Islam's plan to take over the world, world domination. Uh, they are doing that jihad. There's cultural jihad, which is coming in, assimilating, re, you know, overpopular or you know, increasing population, and start demanding Sharia law. Um, then there's the warfare type of jihad, which we see with terrorists. 
So here, here's a really good website you can check out on YouTube, um, Acts 17 Apologetics. And it's oh, tight. Yeah, I, I, know, I know this website. You're from, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It covers a lot of stuff. One of them is really good. It's called The Quran, the Bible, and the Islamic Dilemma. And basically, in seven verses or so in the Quran, it says how Allah provided the Torah and the Gospel. No one can change his words. He also provided the Quran. So there's the dilemma. Which one? If and see, most Muslims will say, you know, the Bible's corrupted. But no, oh, right yeah, in your yeah. very own Quran, it says Allah gave the Torah and the Gospel, and you cannot change His words. So what's true? So it puts them in the dilemma, and really, it commands Muslims to obey the Gospel of Christ. So if this is all so apparent, if the, wait, 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 Rudy, if this is all so apparent, how come nobody talks about it? Yeah, there's a. There's a move here in this country to kind of like gloss over and overlook. I'm asking you, Rudy. Right? Also, how come nobody yeah. talks about this if it's so apparent? You mean about the, what's going on with the Muslims? Yes. Uh, um, you know, it's. Uh, I'm telling you, man. The guy is. I'm, I'm telling you. I know both both sides. You know, all he said, he didn't even say nothing bad about the people. All he said is. Muhammad was married to uh, Khadija, right? At yeah. nine years old, and he said that was wrong, you know, how he could be married in ki- kids. Is this in the news? No, no, I don't okay. think so. Okay, all right. It just happened recently. I mean, Facebook. I found out yesterday, you know, I'm, I'm going to play today with this drummer, and they would say, oh, God help this guy, man. He almost, they almost killed him. I said, what are you talking about? He said, oh, why? You didn't know? You didn't read Facebook? Said, so no. Islam has ears. Yeah, so look at it, look at that. Uh, Thanks, so Rudy, have, for the call. So you have a religion that wants to force itself and convert or die, and if you say anything in criticism, <clears throat> they want to kill you. So biblical Christianity, it's all by grace. God, you know, works in a person's heart, draws them to truth, and it's your free will. God's not going to force you to convert to Christianity, but He will draw. He'll give the truth. He'll work in your life. I mean, Acts seventeen it says. We're born in such a time and such a place that we should all seek after God, and that's the way God created us, to seek after Him. How do you react, Caboose, when when somebody doesn't believe what you believe and maybe go as, goes as far as mocking Jesus? Do you kill them? No. What no, do you do? I, I actually do you pray, do? pray for them. Pray for them more intensely. Uh, you do you know, keep nagging them and, uh, and hounding them? Not if, if they don't want to, I'll leave them alone. Uh, but if they're willing to have an open conversation and ask questions, um, honest, true questions that want to, they want to know the truth, then I'll, I'll interact with that. But if they're mocking and have no interest, then, you know, you just pray for that person. But, but there's no violence of any kind. No, no, no. Nope. That should be a red flag to everybody, don't you think? Oh, Yes. Any religion that is violent and kill, convert or kill, convert or die, that's, that's a red flag. And look, again, here's my question. How did Islam start? And the, the Bible says in Galatians 1, if we or an angel come to you and deliver any different type of gospel, let them be accursed. How did Islam start? An angel revealing a new revelation to Muhammad. And the same thing for Mormonism, an angel coming, revealing new revelation to Joseph Smith. Outside the Bible. Extra biblical writings, you know, Revelation 22, 18, 19. Anyone who adds to the word of this prophecy will be added unto him the plagues of this prophecy, this book. And who takes out of the book will be taken out of the book of life. So test your religion, test your denomination. Has your denomination or religion changed the word of God? 
has extra biblical writings which or traditions which contradict the word of God. That's a red flag. How about Buddhism and Hinduism? Now, Buddhism came from Hinduism, I believe, and Buddha... Uh, Buddhism, I think, is not even considered a religion by some. It's just a, a positive way of thinking, a positive approach to life. But what about them? Do you know much about those religions? Um, somewhat. I mean, you know, again, I mean, this may be offensive, but it's the truth. And God, if you were standing before we're God... We're never offensive here. Yeah, if, um, you're, if you're going to say something offensive, you got to leave immediately. Well, the gospel's offensive, right? To tell someone they're wrong, but, um, you know... All false religions were started by Satan. We see that in Genesis 3 when he came and twisted the word of God. And really, Adam and Eve, in sin, because of Satan, uh, created the first false religion. That was faith plus works. They tried to cover their sin with fig leaves, and that did not do. God came and gave the gospel in Genesis 3. I think Thomas said last week that a lot of Protestants believe in abortion. Is that true? Uh, <laughs> Never heard I don't that. know how any Christian can believe in abortion. And how could they side with the Democrats? You know, they got all the homosexual stuff, the mm-hmm. gay stuff, the GXYZ yeah, stuff, the LGB, whatever it is. And there's a lot yeah. of material there that goes against God's grain blatantly. Yeah, and, and you know, if anyone's listening out there and you're of that uh, sort, I mean... Again, uh, we're going to all stand before God, and this is the truth in love. To tell someone they're wrong is the most loving thing to do when it comes to sharing the Word of God with them and salvation. And we got another call. Who's this? Hey, what good is the conductor and the caboose without the locomotive? <laughs> uh, funny. That's funny. And who would that be? I'm not sure what he's getting at, but... Well, he's, he's claiming he's the locomotive, right? Oh, well, okay. Locomotive of what? <laughs> Admit to me what you what you admitted in front of witnesses uh, at the firing line. Now, now, admit it without me. Where would this show be now? Admit it, Rob. Uh, admit what? Admit it. I, no, it just been, say it. It would have been. <laughs> listen. All I want to say is that I love Joe. I mean, Joe, when Joe said early on, he said that he doesn't want me to spend eternity in hell, et cetera. I love him for that, even though I don't believe that either one of us is going anywhere after death. I believe that uh, death is like shutting off a light bulb. All right. Is there a question for a caboose in here anywhere? Well, with all due respect, Rudy was talking about uh, Islam taking over. And, uh, you know, here in, in uh, Catasauqua, we had uh, a Lutheran church, St. Paul's Lutheran, which goes back to uh, near the Civil War times. And uh, they went under, and the uh, the Muslims bought it, and they're going to turn it into a mosque. Now, when it's really going to hit people is... Uh, you know, at noon when they have the call to prayer from the minarets, instead of hearing uh, church bells ringing, they're going to hear that, you know, on a loudspeaker, some uh, imam, you know, calling the faithful to uh, to bow to Allah. So that's when it's really going to hit the locals here. Yeah, it's a yeah, dangerous yeah. situation. I don't think in Saudi Arabia and other places they welcome Christianity, and they're so tolerant of Christianity. I don't see any of that. And here... Because there looks like there's ulterior motives, we shouldn't either. Yeah, you're right, right, Walt. There's going to be a rude awakening. Um, and you know what? Uh, it, it comes from the lack of Christians doing their basic duty of preaching the gospel. 
and that's how people get saved out of false religions. Now, I'm not a, I'm not a hater. I don't I'm not you know I preach the truth out of love because there's all these false religions, and you know there's only one true one, uh, and I think that could be proven, which we've done uh, with the Bible. All right, thanks, locomotive. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, one one thing, yeah. Well, I really do love you in the Lord. I do. I am concerned about your soul, everyone's soul, every person I talk to or have a relationship. I want to see them in heaven, and you know that's that's from my heart, and that only comes from Jesus. Hey, Relic Hunter firing line this Friday. They have Black Rifle Friday Super Sale going on Friday, the 29th of November. It goes from eight to eight. WAB is going to be there. I think Z95 also. I'm not sure. And this sale, this Black Rifle Friday Super Sale, goes on through December 1st. And they got all kinds of great things. December 2nd, actually, they have an AR-15 shooting night from 6 to 7. And at this Black Rifle Friday Super Sale, I like saying that, Black Rifle Friday Super Sale at Relic Hunter Firing Line, they have the lowest prices of the year, of the entire year. Uh, probably uh, of their entire life over there since the beginning of time at Relic. So give them a call at 610-440-1911. Follow them on Facebook at Relic Hunter Firing Line. And the web store is relichunterfirearms.com. And, again, there's on-the-spot training available anytime. So that's the Black Rifle Friday Super Sale this Friday on the 29th. Lowest prices ever at Relic Hunter Firing Line. What can you get at King Cone? How about everything? We have Nelson's and Libby's ice cream, homemade waffle cones, ice cream cakes, banana splits, milkshakes, and plenty of indoor seating. Come drop by and treat yourself, family, and friends at King Cone. Doors open at 12 noon, seven days a week. That's King Cone at the corner of MacArthur Road and Route 329 in Whitehall. Call at 610 610- 261-1935. Queen's Nutritional Products is all about one thing, clean, healthy, natural living. Take advantage of Queen's full assortment of organic, vegan, vegetarian, and gluten-free products. Everything from vitamins, herbs, grains, and raw honey to skin, hair, and beauty enhancers designed to slow down the aging process. Queen's also has pet products without all the harmful artificial ingredients and chemicals. Queen's Nutritional Products is located at 1450 Pennsylvania Avenue, right on the border of Allentown and Bethlehem. Visit their website at queensnutrition.net. Their phone is 610-691-6644. And for you sports nutritionists, there's no better place than Queen's. With 40 years of experience, they will absolutely fuel your fire. Queen's, a family business, is also a wholesale business specializing in dried fruits and nuts, Roasted fresh right on the premises. So that's Queen's Nutritional Products, open seven days a week. For Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner, always remember, don't bring up politics. And certainly, don't bring up your food. And whatever you do, don't bring up God. Under any circumstances, don't bring up God. Our mateys, remember what happened last year. Hey, everybody, uh, too bad. Bring it up again, and again, and again, like a giant hiccup. 
Whoa, that's exactly what we do here on Don't Bring Up God every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 on WAB, 790 AM. Yes, this is Don't Bring Up God. We're here with the Caboose slash Joe the Baptist. We got a call. Who's this? Happy birthday to you. <clears throat> oh, I should have cleared my throat a little. Happy birthday to you. All right, what it, okay, we'll get to the point. Whose birthday is it? Uh, well, Friday, it's Robert's. <laughs> Friday is my birthday. Man, you do background checks on everybody. <laughs> What's with that? Yeah, it's November 29th. Okay. Well, thank okay, you. Well, I guess you, you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to be wished a happy birthday. Well, gee, uh, that's a bummer. I no, that's okay. I, we that's talked before. As a matter of fact, I was even thinking how many times of sending you gifts, but I thought, no, nah, I better not because the board guy will probably call the Whitehall bomb squad and have them detonated. Yeah, or so, or so steal them. I, I never did send you any gifts. Or steal them. I don't know. Birthdays to me seem a little self-serving and prideful, and showing the and putting the spotlight on you like you're so great because it's your birthday. I never really bought into all that. All right, you got a question for Joe? I'm sure. Um, well, actually, I was going to mention that while we're on the subject of the board guy. No, we're know. not. We're not. <laughs> this is a caboose show. Go. You can save that. Save that jab for next week. Go to go to caboose. Okay, I was going to get into, uh, he mentioned very briefly, just very briefly, and he didn't um, elaborate much, but um, he mentioned about the uh, Baptists going back to the apostolic times and uh, tracing their lineage through various heresies throughout the uh, uh, 2,000 years of Christianity. Um, I did not say heresies, but go ahead. Well, that's pretty much what it amounted to. Well, the um, Word of God speaks for itself. I mean, did you look at the verses? And what 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 heresy are you referring to? All right, we're running out of time, guys. I, I, so let's I just read, let's get directly to the point uh, regarding the landmark Baptist and the Trail of Blood, and that was how he traces the Baptist Church, the the landmark Baptist. Trail of blood. There's not much. There's not much lineage. I mean, the Catholic Church has a very bad history, but at least it has a history that you can see and and read about. But the Baptist Church is well. I, I gave you I, history. I gave you the verses where Jesus started his church in Israel with Baptist disciples. John chapter one verses thirty five thirty seven. There were Baptist disciples of John that Jesus started gathering. And we see that's that's where it started. So I mean, you is, know, there, is there going to be a food fight that breaks out between you two? I'm sensing it. Go ahead, another question. I mean, is that it? Okay. Well, and then let's go to the let's go to Matthew sixteen eighteen. Thou art Peter upon this rock, and I build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now the Catholics say Peter is the rock, correct? Now, on, did you did you change? the signage on your church and did you add where it says you are peter or or did you still leave that out because the last time that i was at your church Mm -hmm. they left out you are peter it just says upon this rock i will build my church 
Yeah, and, and, and the it, emphasis is that Jesus is the rock. So, I mean, you know, do you quote verses entirely, um, you know, when you want to emphasize a point? I mean, anyone can look up the verse and see, uh, thou art Peter. That's the, that's out the Peter part. All right, yeah. last question, Joe. we got to run. So, I mean, no, first... No, not Joe. Uh, Thomas, last question. Well, I, I just wanted him to... Uh, okay, now, there are other Baptists that came out of the Reformation who are Protestant Baptists, yes. and they are not landmark Baptists. Are they... So they don't count. They're not going to heaven. Uh, they're no, not going to be saved. No, it doesn't. Uh, uh, no, Jesus I is you the... to bring out the idea that somebody has to belong to a landmark, no. landmark Baptist church no. in order to be saved. No, that's that's not what I'm saying. Because over the show, over the the years, we've covered that Jesus is the only Savior. To be saved, you have to repent of sin and put your trust in Jesus Christ as Lord, God, and Savior. His only work of salvation is the gospel. And we see that exemplified in The Thief on the Cross. All right, thanks, Thomas. We got another call. Who's this? Hello, go. Hello, NJ. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, NJ. Yeah, um, uh, Joe, you have the heart of God, meaning that um, you, you have a love for others, and uh, God's heart is that none should perish but had come to a saving knowledge of his son Jesus Christ. Having said Amen. that, the key to any religion, and uh, you could just make any comments on these real I'm going to give you some uh, of the church, is who do you say Jesus is? And that's the key question of any denomination. Do they strictly use the Bible, don't add to or take away, believe in their, the virgin birth of Christ? He was the first one to be born again. The Son of God became the Son of Man, so the Son of Man can become the Son of God. And and um, he shed his blood, he died, shed his blood to take away past, present, and future sins, resurrected from the dead, seated at the right hand of God the Father, making intercession for us. No one else, there's no such thing as saints or anything else. He's the only one. And Jay, and, let me and, ask you, what denomination are you? Uh, I'm a born-again Christian. All right, I'm we'll go with that. Christian. I, you know, I don't go by titles, but I do attend a Messianic church. All right, quick question for Caboose. And then I gotta let you go. Oh, oh. So, and let's just let me finish. If you, I was looking for comments. Rapture, uh, this bride. Uh, we get our new bodies. We go to heaven for a wedding, marriage supper. I don't hear land. a question. I don't hear a question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want to hear if he has. And then the last thing is, it's going to be returned to uh, heaven for millennial rule of Christ, and then the new, new heaven, new earth, new Jerusalem, and we get to share eternity with God. Would you say that that pretty much sums up, I mean, the key points of Christianity? Thanks, yeah, those are, yeah, amen. Those are a lot of really good key doctrines that the church should uphold. First Timothy 3.15, the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. What is that truth? John 17.17, 17, thy word is true. So, those are biblical principles, and I still go back to who started your particular denomination, church, religion, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and you know, just uh, more uh, on Tom, what Thomas said. I mean, First Corinthians ten four, Jesus is the rock. Um, and look it up in the Greek. There's a difference between Peter, Petros, small tiny piece of rock, and the rock, which Jesus builds his church on which is Petra, and it's a gigantic mass of rock. Two different words in the Greek, and it's you know harmonized with all the other scriptures. And I mentioned a foundation test last time, Matthew 7, verses 21 through the end of the chapter, and it talks about the house that is built upon the rock, and that's the same word, Petra, meaning Jesus. It symbolizes 
that house will not fall. Everything else built on sinking sand, when the storms come, will fall. And that kind of is an application of when we stand before God, so the Jesus. Roots, so the roots of any religion must be in that Bible. Hey, we got another call. Who's this? Hello. Go. Hey, I've got a quick, quick question. Is, is God a Democrat or a Republican? Is he an Eagles fan? <laughs> uh, happy, ber- happy birthday to Robert and happy Thanksgiving to y'all. Whoa, hey, Barry, nice thanks. job. He, he, he wrapped it up nicely. <laughs> Very... I don't believe I got a happy birthday from you, Caboose, not to mention not the board guy. The board guy should know. Not yet, but uh, technically it's not till Friday, right? All right. <laughs> Who cares about birthdays? All right, wrap it up, Joe. We got uh, like a minute left. Yeah, so as NJ pointed out, there's all these biblical principles that the true church should uphold. And the most important one, the one that gets you into the family of God, into uh, salvation, to be born again, saved, is the gospel and that's defined as the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 through 4. How do we get born again, saved? we got to repent of sin to God and put our faith in Jesus Christ as Lord God and Savior and trust in the gospel as our only means of salvation. Second half of James 2, faith without works is dead. The only way you can harmonize that with the rest of the Bible, it's not faith plus works to earn your salvation. It's a... Faith alone without our works that that produces works because of salvation. So we're saved by grace alone, through faith and repentance and faith alone, in Christ alone. And if someone's truly saved, they will produce works, not to earn salvation, but because of salvation. Well, thank you, Caboose. You shed some nice light on many topics. Caboose slash Joe the Baptist. All roads lead back to God. Tyler, we love you. We'll see you again. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. And around the world, WAEB Allentown. Available anywhere you want to listen on our free iHeartRadio app. Download it now. News Radio 790.